Welcome back to another episode of the Bougie and Broke podcast. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Brandy. And it's wedding month. Are you so excited? Yeah, I'm getting married, guys. I am. (laughs) Well, not today, but for the next (laughs) five weeks, we are going to be addressing different elements of weddings, bachelorette parties, wedding preparation, honeymoons, the whole nine yards. And uh, that's what's going to be the month of May. So buckle up, get ready. Yes, this is highly requested episode, all of these topics. So we're happy to dive in. But first, Stephanie, I need to hear about your week. My week has pretty much been the same shit, different day. But last Friday, we did talk about Rob Thomas and Taylor Swift both releasing new music. And I didn't get to review them because they came out after we recorded. So I'm going to give you a quick breakdown of how I feel about it. Taylor Swift and Brandon Urie of Panic at the Disco. Me, what a jam. It's going to be a summer song for sure. And she had me up until the point of the song where she's like, spelling is fun. And then I kind of <laughs> lost it. But I still love the song. So I, I'm i confused about that. I'm confused. At who was in the room with her when she's doing this? And she's like, I feel like I'm going to put this in the song. And they're all like, do it, do it. Uh, go back. Go back and think about it because that is weird. Well, my favorite part of the Taylor Swift song was when she ended it, like when it was over. That was my favorite part because it was absolutely garbage can. (laughs) Sorry, Taylor fans. I'm sorry, but like. Well, you're off the (laughs) podcast now, so. But I did enjoy Rob Thomas's chip tooth smile. Doesn't it feel a little sad to you? I'm sad, so it fits. It was not quite as upbeat as I expected it to be. And I'll be honest, at first I was very underwhelmed. And I listened to both of these things, Rob Thomas's new album and Taylor Swift's new song at my boyfriend's house. And he was like in the other room. And I'm like, I just need like 45 minutes, okay? And so the next morning I like woke up and I was like kind of in a bad mood. He's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just feel guilty that I don't love the Rob Thomas album as much as I should. <laughs> Get a life, Stephanie. 1-800-GET-A-LIFE. Um, but it's growing on me. It's a slow burn, and I really do love all of the songs. It just feels a little sad to me. That's it. That's literally the kind of music I need right now in my life. Cheer up, Rob Thomas. I'm coming to see you in concert. Get ready. <laughs> uh, so what's been going on with you now that my review of the overly hyped Taylor Swift and Rob Thomas music is over? <laughs> a lot has happened this week. As I was like, jotting down ideas to talk about I was like nothing has happened but so much has happened okay first off Jonas Brothers released their tour dates and that's something we could all get excited about for sure something we could go cry about is Joe Jonas is officially married and uh not to me which I'm very depressed about you don't watch Game of Thrones so you can't get on board with Sophie Turner is that her name Sophie Tucker? No, Sophie Tucker's like an EDM artist. Sophie Turner is the girl on Game of Thrones. But I kind of love how they just did it after the Billboard Music Awards in Vegas and were like, screw it. We're here. Let's do it. I'm not excited. Why? Because he's unavailable? He's not the cutest Jonas brother. Nick oh, is for Nick, sure. Nick, he's so like scrawny and like he was so awkward growing <laughs> up. Ugh. But now... No, I'm still not about it. I like the little edge that Joe gives. I really love how they just 
did it in Vegas and it was like so weird and it's part of our wedding episode so I'm allowed to talk about weddings I kind of love how they did I it. only wish to get married like that again we Joe Jonas and I could do it again in Vegas I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm about it you can be a second wife who cares also new I found an apartment yay finally now when do you move in two weeks Oh, that'll be fun for everybody. Have you started packing? Not at all. I literally signed my lease yesterday. I have a little bit of overlap in my time. So I'm just, I'm stoked about this new place. It wasn't in the most desirable area for me, but I was running out of options. And this place has a gas range stove and 18 foot ceilings. So how could you, and a built-in wine fridge. How could you say no to that? I'm not saying no to that. And you sent me a video and the closet is massive. So that alone would have made me sign the dotted line. And the shower. It's just like a really, really nice place. It's bougie. You can say it. <laughs> would you expect anything less of me, Stephanie? No. <laughs> Stephanie. Brandy. I need to know how you were bougie and I need to know how you were broke because I know you were both this week. Lay it on me. All right. So I think I've talked about this place in Chicago it's a concert venue Um, I'm not gonna say any names but if you look up Rob Thomas's tour dates you'll see where he's playing in Chicago and you can figure it out yourself Um, if you sit in the lawn you can't see the stage if you sit in the pavilion you can't take booze in so it's just not my favorite place and also there's a bunch of season ticket holders that have tickets in the pavilion that don't resell them. So I was on a media pre-sale for Rob's show here in Chicago coming up in June. And I was excited because I was like, I'm on a media pre-sale. I'm going to be able to get really good seats. Apparently working in radio in Chicago gets you nothing. I logged on and the only seats available were in the very back of the pavilion. (sighs) So I'm like, do I wait and hope that I can get some for free? Do I wait and hope that some go on StubHub? Do I just buy these and suck it up? Answer, no. I'm not buying them and sucking up because those seats are trash can. And I'm not sitting in the back of the pavilion because I am beyond bougie and will not do it for Rob Thomas. So look up this venue. (laughs) It can eat a bag of dicks. That's all. (laughs) Uh, The Ravina? Um, I'm not saying any names (laughs) because I was on a media pre-sale for this. But you were close. You're close. Okay, something like that. Rhymes with eat a bag of dicks. (laughs) Yes, does rhyme with that. Now, my broke moment, I was at a bar last week. And as I'm sitting there, I get a text. Weird. At a bar. Stephanie at a bar. (laughs) I get a text message from Bank of America saying that there is a fraud alert on my card. Did you spend $80 at the AMC in Cicero? I'm like, (laughs) nope. So I call and I guess somebody had stolen my debit card number. And I am, first of all, shocked that Bank of America is that quick to get me the fraud department. It was so fast. It was unbelievable. So I call them. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't me. And there were two other charges that weren't me. And they're like, well, we're going to have to cancel your card. And I'm like, wait, can I like go to the ATM across the street and get some cash out first? Because like, uh, I don't really use my credit cards. And they were like, uh, sure. We'll just stay on the phone with you and you can go get it out and then we'll cancel it. Um, but yeah, so that happened and I had to stay on the phone with bank of America <laughs> while I went to the ATM, like a peasant and get cash out. 
And then the next day I had to go to Bank of America and get a temporary card. And my new one still is not here yet. So shout out to the douchebag that stole my debit card number. Not sure how you did it, but if you're going to use my debit card for something, the very least you could do is a little bit better than going to see the freaking Avengers at the AMC in Cicero in Chicago, which is the ghetto. I have no words. They were like, did you, know you what? Go, did you go to the movie theater here? And I go, I'm sorry, that's in the ghetto. I don't go there. <laughs> that person could also eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> For sure. So hopefully I'll get my new card soon. But my broke moment was standing at the ATM with Bank of America on the phone while I was getting cash out. So... You know, it is what uh, it is. How are you bougie and broke this week? Well, I'm going to start off with my broke moment because it's very similar to yours. Why are we like this? <laughs> so I am panicking. I'm, I'm on the phone with the leasing agent and he's like, there's somebody else like looking at this unit. Um, they just like, they said that they're coming in at one. Um, and I was like, cool, I'll be there at 1230. And... I get there, and I'm like, all right, let's do it. I want this unit. Like, sign me up. I had already paid $50 for an application fee, and he's trying to run my card for $600 for admin and app fees, which is absolutely ridiculous. Or it was admin, app fees, and then, like, deposit. So a lot of money, and it's not going through. And he's like, do you have another card? I'm like, nah, bruh. This is, like, it came straight from work. Like, no. I, like, sprinted from work. And uh, I call Bank of America, or Bank of America, Wells Fargo. I call Wells Fargo, and they're like, um, yeah, we were just about to call you, actually. Uh, did you make a $600 charge at so-and-so? And I was like, yes. Now I look like a broke-ass bitch trying to move into a bougie-ass apartment, and they're like, ugh, really? (laughs) Oops. But it finally went through, right? Yeah, I had to call them and tell them, like, yep, that was me, and they ran it again, and it works. But (sighs) it was pretty annoying. It's always a process. It's always a process. Yes, and it was annoying to pay $600 for stupid shit. I'm telling you, moving is expensive. I'm realizing that now. I believe it was worth it in my case, but still super expensive. And (laughs) tell me how you were bougie. Well, I got, this is like also kind of broke, but I got free tickets to this wine festival here in Denver called Vino Chromatic. Mm -hmm. And it was super cool. They advertised it to have like 20 different wineries and 10 different Denver restaurants, all pretty bougie restaurants. So we show up and there wasn't a lot of food. And I mean, the event was super, super cool. Not a lot of food equals getting drunk faster. But they were just like samplings of each wine. And I'd just be like, I actually like this wine. Can I have more? And they're like, no, we can only give out one ounce pours. So I was like, all right, well, I'll drink this, get back in line, drink it. And one guy was like, whatever, I'll give you a full glass. So, <laughs> so I was just being super bougie, like, uh, no food. They can't even give me a full glass of wine. I'm so annoyed. When 
These tickets were $75. Have you ever been to a wine tasting? Do you know how a wine tasting I, works? It was a wine festival. It's still a tasting. They don't <laughs> give you full glasses because everyone's going to end up shit-faced when they leave. Well, I wasn't shit-faced. I was just hungry. Well, you're 23. Grow up and learn what a wine tasting is. Jesus. <laughs> well, something else happened this week. Someone, a listener, gave us a phone call. Mm on our voicemail line to tell us their bougie and broke moment. So let's roll it. Hey, bougie and broke girls. Um, so my name is Madison, and I was listening to your podcast, and I had a major bougie and broke moment. Me and my husband's wedding anniversary is coming up in May, and we've really been wanting to go on a cruise. So I decided to put down a $500 deposit on a cruise that's a year from our wedding anniversary. The payments are around like $300 a month. And it's not even for like a whole nother year. But I just got so excited. And it's like my present to him and like us for this marriage like anniversary, but for next year's anniversary. So, yeah, that was my bougie and broke moment. Thanks. Bye. All right, Madison, that was absolutely amazing. And like, do you want to be the third host of the podcast? Because that sounds like something that we would 100% do. 100% do. So thanks for calling in. And if anybody else wants to be featured on the podcast, give us a call at 720 257 9787 and leave us a voicemail we do want to hear how you're bougie or how you're broke or how you're a combination of both and madison you mark that calendar for that cruise girl get excited i'm snapping for you i want to start this out by congratulating every bride ever and maybe we are just doing this because we're two single whores that are just bitter <laughs> always the bridesmaid never the bride <laughs> <laughs> no this wedding talk is some serious money it really is and the episode today we want to talk about the wedding party like if you're a bridesmaid what that entails that entails the bachelorette party the bridal shower the engagement parties all of the activities that go along with it gifts and we're going to break down the amount of money that people spend and give you some, I don't know, horror stories about bachelorette parties and bridezillas that we've heard over the past week. Yes. And I want to start this with a hilarious, hilarious story I saw online. A bride is claiming her pregnant bridesmaid owes her $30,000 for a wedding redo because her bridesmaid upstaged her at her own wedding how did she say she upstaged her just because she was <laughs> pregnant she was pregnant everybody was excited to see her talk about her very tall and incredibly attractive fiance doesn't that make this woman's husband like new husband that she's marrying kind of feel like trash i i bet. can't even imagine being like i'm mad that your husband is hot Shouldn't you think that your husband that you're marrying that day is the hottest person alive? Well, maybe not alive, but like in your world. <laughs> yes. And this bride is going out of control saying she can't even look at the pictures without crying and desperately wanting a do-over. 
She caused the whole scene at her wedding, storming out crying, and didn't even attend her brunch the next morning because she was so distraught. Girlfriend needs to take a chill pill because that is ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, so now she's saying that this bridesmaid of hers owes her a new wedding, um, which she spent 30k on and spent three years planning and how she's not a bridezilla and I all I could think of is oh my god chill out because and think about it from the bridesmaid's perspective like that bridesmaid has already spent like two grand on you probably yes she doesn't need to spend 30k for you to get remarried just because you had a bad day If you didn't want a pregnant person in your wedding party, you should have cut her out. (laughs) Anyway, on with the drama of bridezillas. I have fortunately not dealt with any bridezillas in any weddings I've been in. So I kind of have one of my cousins is a little iffy. um, But for the most part, a lot of my best friends that have gotten married have done it super non-traditionally. So everything's been pretty easy for me thus far um but it is still super expensive to be a bridesmaid and I was looking up some articles today to try to figure out like what as a bridesmaid are you expected to cover and what is the bride supposed to pay for now at the wedding traditionally the bridal party is expected to cover hotel and travel like for the wedding obviously your wedding ensemble, like your dress, your shoes, your accessories, the bridal shower, the bridal shower gift, the bachelorette party, and a wedding present, which we'll get into details and all of this later, but that's already at about two grand. <laughs> and the bride is supposed to cover for their bridesmaids the bouquets, the wedding day transportation, hair and makeup if it's not optional and accommodations the night before the wedding, which seems like they're getting off pretty easy. If you ask me, (laughs) honestly, I've the last wedding I was in, my hair and makeup was not included or my night stay. Um, and I didn't have flowers, but I did have to buy an ugly dress that I then sold to another poor girl that had to wear the same ugly dress in another wedding. So I, I kind of, I didn't spend as much money, but it was still a lot. The last wedding I was in was my cousin's wedding and I love my cousin so much. I spent a lot of money on the wedding, so I don't care cause I love her so much. But when you add everything up, like it wasn't in the city that I live in. So we had to pay for accommodations there. I had to pay for the dress, had to pay for shoes, had to pay for gifts, went to the bachelorette party. There was a bridal shower. I mean, once you add everything up, it is just beyond insane. The amount of money that you spend to be a bridesmaid. And if it's for somebody that you love and care about, it really doesn't phase me at all. But like also don't go overboard and don't be crazy. One thing that my other cousin did when I was in her wedding that I absolutely loved was that I was her bridesmaid and she was just like, I just want black short cocktail dresses and you can buy whatever dress you want as long as it's black. That's awesome. And it was on the beach. So we were barefoot. So you didn't have to buy shoes either, which was great. Um, But yeah. So, I mean, I feel like if I'm getting married at some point, 
I would want to do something like that because I still wear this black dress. It's just a black strapless cocktail dress. I mean, if I ever get married, I'm not doing this wedding thing. I'm not. I don't think that I would go bananas. And I think we'll talk about the actual ceremony and that type of stuff later. But the older that I get, I don't feel like I would ever even want a bridal shower because I feel like when they're planned, it's just these ridiculous games and you get stuff that you already have. I've lived alone for a long enough period of time that I have plates and a crock pot. I'm good. I don't need those things. I feel like my mom would be upset if I didn't have a bridal shower, but at the same time, I don't know that I really care. And as far as a bachelorette party goes, like I'd rather just call it a vacation with my girlfriends before I get yes, married. Yes, I, I agree, but... I know this is going off the train, but I've also heard of hatchelorette parties, a.k.a. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's um, almost like a bachelor party, but before you have your baby. No, this is a real thing. I've never heard of this, and this makes me want to <laughs> jump out the window. So bitches are trying to get you to spend all your money, and it's so... It's like, it's like a baby moon? Yes. But with your friends? The girl that... I know did a hatchelorette also went on a baby moon. I'm rolling my eyes so hard. You can't see it, but <laughs> yeah. like in the back of my head. Um, uh, I don't really have words for that. I The baby moon thing also kind of is obnoxious to me. And I don't know why I get so annoyed by all of these things. I like bachelorette parties. I like attending them. I think that they're fun. I don't know that it's something that is for me. And it's definitely not something for me if it's like Vegas with penis straws included. I'm just too old for that at this point. I haven't. I'm in this like kind of weird phase where like all my friends are like old and single or like young and single. I have very few married friends so <laughs> or engaged or yeah. you know what I'm saying. But I'm in this weird phase. So I've only been to one bachelorette party and it was my cousin's and she wanted no penis, anything. And her mother brought everything (laughs) and was so outrageous and was so disgusting in my opinion. I was embarrassed. I mean, I can get on board with like one penis straw or something, but when it gets to the point where there's like cakes and balloons and everything, I'm like, penises aren't even really that attractive in the first place. I don't need to see it all over the place. I really don't get it. And this mom was like recently divorced and she was just talking about all the good dick she was getting. And I was like, this is my aunt. I am embarrassed. (laughs) And it was like her mom and me and her daughter it was just like a weird group of people to be like talking about that in front of and I'm like I think this lady is getting more action than I am (laughs) (laughs) my cousin that got married a few years ago her bachelorette party was super low-key it was like all of her friends and family we did one of those like wine painting classes went to dinner had like a slumber party after and then the bridal shower was the next day super low-key it was where she lived it wasn't out of control and then the last one I went to was my best friend's sister and we went to Indianapolis and did one of those pedal cab things no I'm talking about yes but no I think they should be banned and anybody that wants one should be go straight to hell 
Oh my God. We had so much fun. We did that and then went to a bunch of bars and dinner and it was honestly so much fun. So I'm really glad I went to that bachelorette party. And uh, yeah, I haven't really been to too many terrible ones. I've never had to go to Vegas for one. Um, my best friend got married, I think five years ago, four or five years ago at this point. And they planned the wedding so quickly. We'll talk about this when we talk about, um, non-traditional weddings. Cause there's was definitely non-traditional, but I kind of tried to throw together a surprise bachelorette party <laughs> dinner for her. And she figured it out before. And it was just like me and her sisters and a couple of her friends. And we went to dinner in Chicago and to a bar after, and that was literally it. I, yeah, I'm not opposed, but, like, don't be so extra. That's, nobody likes extra, unless it's extra ranch. And nobody wants to spend that much money. I like extra ranch, and I'll spend extra money for ranch. Other than that, nothing else. (laughs) We were reading this article, and it broke down the cost of every event leading up to the wedding, so engagement party, bachelorette party, um, bridal shower, your bridesmaid look, the day of the wedding, and then all in all it told us the approximate average cost of being a bridesmaid. Honestly, like I don't I don't believe this because I have friends that are in like ten weddings this summer. And I'm like, okay. 10 times how do you afford this 10 yeah i can i just say it the cost yeah it's the total cost of being a bridesmaid this was 2018 this was an article from last year it's not even 2019 so you have to account for inflation (laughs) go ahead three thousand seven hundred and fifty three dollars that's like going to the engagement party bachelorette weekend bridesmaid look day of wedding costs that's everything all wrapped up into one if you're a bridesmaid and you know (laughs) so if someone is asking you to be their bridesmaid you better be willing to put in that kind of financial commitment because it's a lot especially if you do not live in the same city as that person that's like me handing that bridesmaid a full month check yeah (laughs) almost like hey here's my salary for an entire month thanks for making me do this and we're not talking about the brides that you know do less expensive dresses and do like an at-home bachelorette party like we're not talking about you we're talking about the brides that go extra and turn into bridezilla and think they need to go to cancun for their bachelorette party and have a destination wedding and have 600 other parties leading up to the wedding Are you joking? No, I'm seeing this and I'm breaking it down and I'm kind of like, okay, engagement party, at least $900, $700 without airfare. Then you have the bachelorette party, $400, $700 with airfare. Like, have you been to a bachelorette party where they're like, we all have to have matching outfits? (laughs) No. And if they said that, I I wouldn't go. (laughs) Like, I don't know how people go on bachelorette weekends and they're like, make sure you bring your black dress because you're all going to wear black and I'm going to wear white when we go out. (laughs) Can't get on board with that. Like, if you want to do that and you did that for your wedding, I'm happy for you. I'm not judging you. It is not for me. I was talking to one of my friends and I asked her if she had any stories and she goes, 
Yeah, I was on this bachelorette party one time and wore a white swimsuit cover-up and the bride got mad at me and we got in a fight and I almost got kicked out of the wedding. Are you serious? Because she wore a white swimsuit cover-up? Yes! Oh my god. I, okay, I have to share this email. It's from one of our listeners. They sent it to us and it is like the bridezilliest of all bridezilla emails you've ever read in your life. It's about bridesmaids dresses and at least six times in this email, it's like, you need to do this so that I can order the dresses by April 1st. Order these by April 1st. Make sure you get your measurements in. Then she's got like links of all the different dresses. She wants everyone to have. Okay, I'm just going to read this. It says, in terms of style, I just ask that you stick to the designer fabric and color avoid lace and sparkles the local gals and i will go to the store to do some recon on colors and styles and they all found dresses that they like here they are and then she gives the four styles then she adds the other three people that don't have them yet and she's like below are some other pretty ones in the matte chiffon linked below in order there are more on site and in store if you like any of the above ones we can figure out style distribution later then she gives the cost of all of them (laughs) and this email is just It just says, I would prefer that either everyone wear a unique style or we stick to four to five styles total. Example, two to three dresses would be repeated twice. I just don't want one dress repeated twice since that might look weird. Do people really care this much? Really? I have literally no idea. No idea. I just like this. I'm reading this email and I'm like, if I got this email, I would click unsubscribe and then not be the one. I would block this email and then be like, oh, sorry, they didn't get it. <laughs> Return to sender. Uh, what do you want? Like when you get married, are you going to have a bachelorette party? Are you going to do a bridal shower? Like what do you want? When I get married, hopefully one day there's some sorry sucker that will like me enough <laughs> or tolerate me enough to... I don't know. Put a ring on it. Spend the rest of his life with me. I would love just like maybe a fun trip. Like whoever could go could go. But I am going insane. Like I am going to be like not crazy because you didn't wear black dress and matching heels. Like no, we are getting so wasted. We are partying twenty four seven, and if you're not on board, then get out. You're not. You're not invited. We're we're gonna go so crazy that I hope I end up in jail, because <laughs> because then I'm. That's not really that far of a reach. <laughs> I mean, I've been in some sticky situations. Then I'm gonna get married and have this chill, classy, like eloping wedding. And then I'm going to come back, have a cocktail reception, and then be like that the housewife that everybody thought I was going to be. <laughs> oh, my God. Might do some meth at the bachelor party. Um, black tar heroin. I'm feeling it. Oh, my God. Black out or back out. <laughs> I like it. I feel like I would just do some like low key bachelorette party, which would turn out to be just like my close friends going on vacation. And I also at the age of 32 at the moment would not expect someone to pay my way on the bachelorette party. I feel like they can buy me some drinks or something there, but you don't have to pay for my plane ticket or my hotel room or anything like that. If we go on a trip, that's just how I feel. I'm an adult. People ask. Yeah. 
people pay for the bride. Like if you go on a trip, you split the hotel for the bride, you split the food for the bride, you split everything for the bride. So you're not only paying for yourself, you're paying for like one whatever, like one fifth of the bride, depending on how many people go. No, thank you. Right. Um, this girl that I used to work with, I saw on her Instagram today, she got married at the courthouse like a month ago, like out of nowhere. Like I knew she was engaged, but it was just like one day it was like a wedding photo of her at the courthouse and it was just her family that was there, which I loved. And then this weekend I saw on her Instagram story, she was like backwards bachelorette and she's going to Napa with her girlfriends this weekend as like a backwards bachelorette party, which <laughs> I kind of love. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I do like that. I'm all about the non-traditional things, but I mean, if I marry a bajillionaire, you best believe I'm being extra as f- and getting married at Disney World. Oh my God, <laughs> you're too much. I feel like we should talk about some bachelorette horror stories. We do have a voicemail. Um, Taylor from Phoenix left a voicemail. And let us know about one of her bachelorette horror stories. Let's take a listen. All right. So my story about a ruined bachelorette party was uh, my cousin's bachelorette party. I was 19 at the time. I was a bridesmaid, but I wasn't the maid of honor. I ended up planning the whole thing because the maid of honor was not living in the state at the time. I don't even think she was living in the United States at that time. Um, And I planned it, planned dinner, planned fun things for after dinner. And halfway through the bachelorette party, the bride got angry, said it wasn't wasn't any fun, saying we weren't having fun, um, basically accusing all of us of not having fun with her. And so she ended up leaving, going home while we all stayed in the hotel room. And then the next day was the bridal shower which I helped plan and I actually ended up making her cake for and she was we didn't talk to her the rest of the day we didn't even talk to her the rest of the weekend I don't think we talked to her until about a month before the wedding started or the wedding happened so my story about a ruined bachelorette party um is that for real (laughs) great Like, what? They didn't even talk until about a month before the wedding. At that point, I would have just been like, all of your bridesmaids are canceled. We are out. (laughs) I mean, I get it's family, but at the same time, like, are you serious? She didn't even stay at the hotel that they paid for for her? Is that what I'm hearing? Is that what you understood from this? Yeah. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. There are no words. And she was 19 planning it. Okay. Like, I just can't. I cannot. Uh, If you're a bride and you act like that, you need to rethink your actions. That's all I'm saying. Check yourself into a mental hospital. That's all I'm saying. I also got another DM from one of our listeners, and she said that she had a bachelorette horror story, too. She said that she went to Vegas for a bachelorette party. None of them were really friends. It was just like the bride and then all of her friends from different places. And a couple of the girls decided that they were more important than the bride. And they went off and did their own thing in Vegas. Like (laughs) two girls left the rest of the group and the bride because a promoter got them a day bed at a pool party where Lil Jon was performing and the bride didn't want to go. So they were like, bye and went to the went to the (laughs) 
club and a pool party. I, what? I'm sorry, but what is so sexy about little John on a gross day <laughs> bed in that. Vegas? I'm like, that is the most offensive part that they were ditching the bride for little John. I'm like, if it was Drake or Rob Thomas, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all you hear, and you're on a day bed in Vegas. That's disgusting. That probably a hundred frat boys peed and puked on. Cool story, girls. You're not cooler than the bride. It's just sad that they thought that they were more important than the bride, and they went to go spend time with her for her bachelor party, and then didn't even spend time with her. And then we're like, never mind. You're that self-absorbed, really? All right, so I think the moral of the story here for bachelorette bridal engagement parties is you do what feels right for yourself. If you want the big bachelorette party, do it. If you want a bridal shower, do it. Not everybody has to be on board with it, but if they love you, they will be there to support you. That was a good summary, but I would like to add, if you're a bride, don't be extra as because that is rude. That's exactly what I was going to say. So thank you for pulling the words out of my mouth. And you guys will all be invited to our bachelorette parties when we have them. Mine will someday. Mine will never happen, but you best know be bougie. After I said not to be extra. <laughs> bougie and extra are not synonyms. Okay, okay, fair enough. Woo! Woo! Oh, one of my favorite times of the week where we take a look into our bank statements to find out how bougie and broke we actually are. Brandy, let's go ahead and start with you this week. I've got two charges for Sephora coming in at $16.57 and $27.98. I know their VIB sale started this week, so tell me what you bought. I posted um, yesterday. I'll save it as a highlight if you want to see what I bought. But I went crazy. I had a $150 gift card. So my first order was $150. Uh, I'm sorry, a hundred and seventy-seven ninety-eight. Oops. <laughs> and then I forgot to order my brow gel after I was like, got the confirmation. So that was the sixteen dollars. I approve because the VIB sale is fifteen percent off, and that's of really expensive brands that you don't normally get fifteen percent off. So you deserved a haul. I really shouldn't have because I've spent so much money this week. Anyway, moving on. Go ahead. Say it. (laughs) $6.19. Like, I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. I forgot that I bought this. And it's actually, the company's called Say It With Condoms. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because I want to get the bougie and broke bitches customized bougie and broke condoms. So (laughs) I ordered a sample pack. We know how you love condoms and safe sex, so. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just spreading the word about safe sex and the podcast. When some dude bones some chick, she's like, oh, wait, like, what does that say on the wrapper? Bougie and broke, bitch. Exactly. So we'll see how they come out. I'm kind of excited. Me too. Okay. Amazon, $23.56. I bought some toilet paper and contact solution. Wow. That's an exciting purchase. Next, RentTrack.com, $600. I'm guessing that's your uh, application fee, move-in fee or whatever for the new place? Yes, deposit app fee. And then the Dylan, $54.95. And that was my application fee. 
I have to apply to live there. I have to fill out a form and give them $50. Scam. I had to do that too at my place. Everybody has a stupid application fee, which is so dumb. But, well, that's another story for a different day. Your charges weren't that bad this week. (laughs) But I'm now literally so poor, I should not do anything for the rest of the week. (laughs) Well, you're banished to your house. Because you're only going to be there for another two weeks. Enjoy it while I have to back. All right. Since your car got stolen and you have no money. Wait, you still do have money. All right. I was using a temporary card. Oh, yes, 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 yes. First off, Sephora, I know you. $15. Not bad. Well, you were using my Sephora account today (laughs) because I had 15% off and you only had 10% off. So... I got an email saying that my flash shipping, which is you pay $15 to get free two-day shipping on any order for the year, it said it was declined because it was using my stolen debit card number that was deactivated. So I had to log in and use the temporary card to repurchase flash so that you could get your products in two days. You're welcome. Well, thank you, but one order is not coming until Monday. The other will get here tomorrow. (laughs) It's two business days, so yeah. Um, okay. next up, Amazon. Wow, are we the same person? $80. Pretty much. <laughs> $80.28. I purchased a cabinet for my bathroom. It is a pretty big bathroom, and I have a lot of makeup, so I needed a, another cabinet to store my makeup in. Okay. It'll get here tomorrow, and if anybody lives in Chicago and wants to come help me build it this weekend, please, by all means, hit me up. Don't you have a boyfriend for this stupid shit? (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes I'm a little more handy than he is. No offense, Todd, but like really, I am maybe a little more handy sometimes. Okay, okay. (laughs) Weiss Memorial Parking for $6. I feel like every week you have a parking charge. I live in Chicago. Of course, I have a parking charge every week. I went to the gynecologist and I had to pay $6 to park in the parking garage at the hospital. And in case you were wondering... My gynecologist said I had a perfect exam and that I'm healthy enough to have 10 babies if I want to. And I was like, I'm good, thanks. Did you ask him about HIV and um, AIDS while you were at it? And I'm tell good him, on that too, And tell man. him how Thank you, you don't have protected sex with condoms. Well, I'm good. I had a perfect exam, so suck it. No, thank you. Moving on, the hair loss, <laughs> $264.65. I went a little bit darker with my hair and got a haircut this week. Wait, come closer to the camera. I need to see you. Ooh. Um, no one's really noticed that it's much different, but I notice that it's a lot different. It's much darker on the top, and it's evened out. You still some blonde in it, but um, to me, it's a to me, it's much darker. It's what I wanted. I couldn't go full dark right away because it would have just been like way too much change. <laughs> I like the hair. You look beautiful. Thank you. You're beautiful. Okay, read the last one. You know, you love when I sing to you. And then last one is temporary credit adjustment for plus $5.44. That went through this week because that was one of the fraudulent charges. I think someone was trying to maybe buy some popcorn at the movie they went to, but they refunded it after the claim. So that was what was on my bank statement. (laughs) All right, well... As always, I approve of these charges. Here's a PSA. Don't steal somebody's freaking credit card number. It's just rude. Thank you. But if somebody would like to give me their credit card number for funsies, I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, we'll accept credit card numbers if you're going to give them to us, but just don't steal them. Yeah. (laughs)
And that does it for another episode of the Bougie and Broke podcast. Guys, if you could please like, subscribe, review, tell your friends. Oh, big news. We're also on YouTube now. So get after that. There's so many different ways you can get bougie and broke. There is really no excuse at this point. Also, next week, we're going to be talking about wedding planning and budgets. If you have any stories about your wedding planning experience, your wedding budget, if you're currently planning a wedding, tell us. We want to hear it. Our voicemail number again, 720-257-9787. We'll post it on our social and you can get it in our bio on our Instagram. Is it up there? It's in the bio. It's perfect. Literally, you cannot miss us anywhere and we want to hear your stories we want you to be featured on the podcast come on and help us out we just love to hear from you guys and thank you so much for all your support you can find us at bougie and broke podcast on instagram bougie and broke pod on twitter or just type in bougie and broke podcast.com we come up and as always intro outro music by the night game the song is called bad girls don't cry and we'll be back next week thank you so much for listening stay bougie and broke (laughs) 